Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus, who is the living Christ. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for this day, for all you have given to us. Be with us and guide us and help us to hear your call and to help us respond to go into your world. This we ask in your holy and your precious name. Amen. I find it incredibly interesting how similar the author of the Gospel of Luke and the author of that book of Acts, the same guy, how the beginning of the Gospel of Luke matches up with our text today from the book of Acts. Now, the beginning of the book of Luke, you all know that story. It's a hint. It's the Christmas story. <laughs> you all know that. And it's the part where, where Mary is told that she is going to conceive a son, and it would be of the Holy Spirit, and it would be the Son of God. And she did that, right? She said yes. And so the, the Spirit came in the Word of God, and she responded to that Word and said yes. And the Son of God was born. And today in Acts, we have a lady that maybe some of you know, or at least have heard the name, but we don't know a lot about. Her name is Lydia. And Paul, through a vision, was taken to the city and went out on a Sunday outside the gates of the city, and this is important, went outside the gates of the city and started to speak to these women, and Lydia said yes to the word of God. Now, why is it important that it was outside of the city? You know, the, God, the, the Acts text today tells us that she was a dealer in purple cloth. And all too often, we as a people hear that and we say, well, she must be a successful businesswoman. She must be well-to-do. She must just be doing incredibly good things. If we go back and take the Greek for what it says... Yes, she dealt in purple cloth, but she was more than likely the producer of that cloth, the manufacturer. And it was always a woman's job to dye the cloth, and it was always done outside of the city walls because it was an incredibly smelly process, because it involved using animal urine. And as they would dye the cloth, their arms and their hands would become permanently dyed with the colors that they were using. And so it was a mark on these women, and they would have been marginalized. They would have been out on the side, if you will, not the kind of persons that the high society people would want to spend time with. And Lydia and these other women, probably other women who were in the trade, heard Paul and she believed in Jesus and had her family baptized. And I love how Acts, the writer of Acts, says this. 
And she asked us to come and she prevailed upon us. I like to think Lydia was one of those ladies that wouldn't take no for an answer. Do you know anybody like that? No, you're coming to my house. No, no, no. No, I insist. You will come to my house. No, uh uh-uh. You're going to come. And she prevailed upon them. And the church in its infant stages continued to grow as she was open to the word of God. Not a whole lot unlike our disciples in today's gospel text as well because they had some fear and trepidation. They knew something was going to go on. But someday, if I ever get a chance to talk to the people who put the lectionary together, I'm going to ask them why they always leave out the most important verse. Because our gospel lesson today starts with what? Jesus answered Judas, not Iscariot, right? If we go back one verse, just one verse, that verse says, Judas, not Iscariot, asked Jesus, when will you reveal to us and not the world about you? It's a pretty important question. The disciples wanted to know, when would Jesus reveal his glory and everything about him to the disciples before the rest of the world? And they were not sure about what was going to take place. And Jesus does what? He promises to them that the advocate, the spirit, would be with them and guide them. And he tells them all this now. So what? So when it happens, they will believe. So what about all of us in 2019? Have you heard God's call in your life? Mary heard the call of God and said yes. Lydia heard the call and said yes. The disciples heard the call. Have you heard the call of God in your life? Yes. Yes. Now, maybe it was here in church. It might have been when you were sitting at the doctor's office. It might have been while you were driving down the street. Please, no distracted driving. It might have been when you were having your devotions. And if you don't have devotions, I encourage you to start that practice. Or when you had prayer this morning, and if you didn't have prayer this morning, I encourage you to have that practice. When you thank God for yet another day. Did you hear God's voice? And where was God calling you? You see, as children of God who have been washed in the waters of life, who have been cleansed in that water and fed at God's table, we are called to go out into God's world. And for that, we hear the call of God in our lives. But all too often... We hear the call and we sit in our pews or sit in our chair at home or 
what else happens? We know what God is calling us to do, but we have 47 excuses. And all too often we blame the children. Well, you know, the kids have this, and the kids have this, and the kids have this. Or, but you know what? The, us adults are as bad as the kids. Well, you know, I've got this project to do, and I've got, to get, I've got, a, I've got a 6 a.m. flight, and I need to go to bed early, or I just got home at 11 o'clock at night, and I can't, I, certainly I can't be at church, or I can't do this, or I can't do that. And we make all the excuses that we want. But the reality is, when we have been called by God, we have been called to not just not do anything, but to get up and to serve. And that might be taking your kids to some game, or that might be at work, or at a visit, or whatever that case might be where you have the chance to do what all those folks that we've talked about today, Mary and Lydia and the disciples have done, to help the church, the church at large, right, to help the church grow for generations to come by saying yes and hearing God's call in your life and by being an instrument of the love of God in the world that needs to hear a message of peace and hope. You see, each of us are called to go out. Each of us are called to share that promise of God's love. Where is God calling you? Have you listened? I hope so. And I hope it's not just today. I hope it's every day. You will ask God where God needs you to be to serve Him. Where you need to be so that the world will come to know that Jesus is indeed Lord. And that all have come and all will have the promise of new life. God is indeed calling to let us go together in the name of the risen Christ. Amen.